Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bring the Sting podcast. As always, this is your host, Evan Birchmore. Today is Thursday, September the 29th, 2022, and on today's episode, the player preview series continues with our Dennis Smith Jr. preview episode. I'll speak about Smith Jr.'s previous stops in the NBA, and I'll speak about what I believe he needs to improve upon the most in order to make it a successful year with the Hornets. And before we dive into that, we sit now just 20 days away from tip-off of Hornets basketball. And with that said, let's continue the jersey number countdown with the number 20 jersey. In the history of Charlotte basketball, number 20 has been worn by Jeff Sanders, Tom Hammonds, Rumiel Robinson, Pete Myers, Jeff Grayer, Raymond Felton, and Gordon Hayward. 20 days away. It'll be here before you know it. And with that said, let's go ahead and dive on in. To our Dennis Smith Jr. preview, ladies and gentlemen. Dennis Smith Jr., a Fayetteville, North Carolina native, attended high school at Trinity Christian School, one and done at NC State in the 2016-17 season, drafted ninth overall by the Dallas Mavericks, spent a short time in Dallas, then was traded to the New York Knicks, spent time with the Pistons, and most recently, the Portland Trailblazers, before signing with the Charlotte Hornets. Coming out of NC State, a guy who is really regarded for his athleticism, a high upside prospect, a guy who went to Dallas with expectations of being a a franchise-changing type of a player. And it started off well for him in Dallas, if you remember. That first year, he made the all-rookie second team, had really strong numbers. That year was a double-digit scorer. That was actually the most productive year he's had. His career high in points came as a rookie the second most assists per game he's ever had came as a rookie. Uh, The most rebounds he's ever had came as a rookie. The most minutes he's ever had games played all came as a rookie, but it came on a pretty bad Dallas Mavericks team guys. They went 24 and 58. And of course we all know what happened next. They draft Luka Doncic the next year. He basically becomes their point guard over time. And Dennis Smith Jr. Just found himself in a position where he couldn't be on the same team with Luka Doncic So he moved on. He was traded to the New York Knicks, did some good things there, also had some struggles. Then, as we mentioned at the top, spent time with Detroit and most recently Portland, where he actually did some good things last year as well. But it just does not match up to his production in college. Guys, at NC State, 32 games, played 35 minutes a night, 18 points, five rebounds, six assists, two steals uh, per night, shot the three ball well, shot 36%, shot 46% from the floor. So just has not really clicked at the NBA level with any sort of consistency. He's had individual games that were good. He's had even some stretches that were good, but just has never really put it all together seemingly. And the numbers reflect that. For his career in the NBA, guys, 216 games, 10.7 points, 2.9 rebounds, 4.2 assists. And last year with Portland, if we just want to take a look at what has happened recently, with Dennis Smith Jr. Last year in Portland, played 37 games, 5.6 points, 2.4 rebounds, 3.6 assists per night on a team that was not a very good team last year. Obviously, we all know Dame Lillard was injured. CJ McCollum got traded. Portland just kind of was not a, a full team a season ago. So when you look at Dennis Smith Jr. and you look at his track record, I go back to this. And for those of you who watched our reaction video when the signing was announced. I keep going back to this. I believe he could be a guy, a classic example of a guy who does better 
without the bright lights and the expectations. And what I mean by that is this. Obviously, he came in, had a good rookie year with the Mavericks, made the all-rookie second team. But eventually, things did not work out in Dallas. And as I said, when Luka got there, it just was their, their writing was sort of on the wall at that point. But drafted ninth overall, the expectations of being a top 10 pick, the ninth overall pick to the Mavericks, and a guy who was you know, expected to be sort of this franchise cornerstone, kind of lead them into the post-Dirk era, if you will. And it didn't work out. Then he goes to New York, where out of every NBA franchise, you know, New York, perhaps the most unforgiving fan base, just the scrutiny you're under in New York. It's not like some of these other cities like Utah or Orlando or Portland or even Charlotte, where you can kind of fly under the radar and there's not these built-in expectations. I mean, the Knicks are a team that, granted, the reality is far removed from the perception, but... You would think they were a a championship contender every year with the way they just get scrutinized and their fans scrutinize the players, and it's just cutthroat in New York with Knicks basketball. Maybe that was not the best for a guy like Dennis Smith Jr., who you know, had that strong rookie year, was kind of trying to get back on his feet when he got traded to the Knicks. He was a part of that Porzingis trade, if you remember. So it just didn't work out there. Uh, Detroit... You know, it was just for a short time, only spent 20 games there, so didn't really even have time to to catch his breath hardly when he got there. And then Portland, as I mentioned, he did some good things. That's another team that, you know, only team in their city, kind of geographically isolated up in the Pacific Northwest. I say all of that to say this. Perhaps coming back home to a team that clearly Hornets fans will pay attention and the greater NBA community will pay attention to LaMelo, and the diehard NBA fans will pay attention to the Hornets, but I don't think the casual NBA fan is going to be paying that much attention to Dennis Smith Jr. this year, right? So if you had to project, I mean, right now, he's like the the, the eighth man on a team that might be the 10th seed in the East, right? So just taking a look at that, Maybe that's a really good thing for him. Maybe he's a guy who can blossom and flourish without the bright lights and the expectations, right? Again, not saying that he shrinks from the moment or that he's not capable, but maybe it's just exactly what the doctor ordered. Fit matters, and chemistry matters with a team. And the example I'll go to is this, and and I want to draw a line in the sand before I make this comparison. I am not saying that Dennis Smith Jr. will turn out to be as good as this player was. I'm not saying that he, you know, is going to experience a a just massive career revival. But a player who I look to and who I say, okay, maybe Smith Jr. could have a similar career arc to that. He could be like a a 50% version of that and just kind of rejuvenate a little bit in Charlotte. Guys, it's his coach from Portland last year, Chauncey Billups. If you remember, Chauncey Billups drafted into the NBA third overall by the Celtics, did not work out in Boston, goes to Toronto. He was actually with the Nuggets for a little bit. We all remember him with the Nuggets later on when he was there with Carmelo Anthony, but he was with the Nuggets earlier in his career, then goes to Minnesota, did some good things there, and eventually lands in Detroit, and the rest is history. NBA champion, legendary player there in Detroit. Fit mattered for him. He wasn't just some radically different player when he got to Detroit. 
it, it just was a much better situation for him. I mean, he was drafted to the Celtics, never got along with Rick Pitino, who was the coach at that point. He came in, did some good things, was productive, put up numbers, but just didn't work out for all parties involved. And the the Celtics point, or rather the Celtics coaching staff did not know whether to play him as a point guard or as a two guard. I mean, just did not work out in Boston in, in any way at all. I mean, goodness gracious, he played 51 games as the number three overall pick before they traded him, right? So goes to Toronto, doesn't work there. Goes to Denver, doesn't work there. That was his hometown team was Denver, by the way. You know, he's a Colorado guy. Then Minnesota did some good things, and as I mentioned, then goes to Detroit and really flourishes and becomes the Chauncey Billups we all know and love. Dennis Smith Jr., I, again, I'm not saying that he is Chauncey Billups. I'm not saying that he's going to reach the heights that Chauncey Billups reached in his career, but there are similarities here. Fit mattered, and these guys, lottery picks, high expectations, tremendously productive college careers coming in, struggled initially. Neither of them was a good three-point shooter in the first couple of years. I mean, Chauncey was, you know, 34%, then 31%. Uh, you know, really didn't figure out the three-point shot till he got to Minnesota with any consistency. And that's been the knock on Dennis Smith Jr. He has a, a, a funky delivery on his jump shot. The athleticism's not in question. His, you know, he's shown that he can be a good defender at times. Could he experience a similar revival? Not reach the heights of Chauncey Billups. Again, let me make that clear. But could he sort of rejuvenate and revive his career in Charlotte in a similar manner to what Chauncey did in Minnesota and then obviously in Detroit as well? Just something to keep an eye on, guys. Fit matters. Don't write these guys off so fast. Getting in the right situation matters. And I spoke about it before. Anytime you've proven you have the talent to be a lottery pick, in the case of Dennis Smith Jr., a ninth overall pick, you will get second and third chances. You will get some benefit of the doubt when others won't, right? Something made him the number nine pick. Something made him this hot commodity coming out of NC State. So can you tap into that just a little bit in Charlotte? I'll be fascinated to see. That leads me into area for most improvement for Dennis Smith Jr. I've talked about it on Twitter. You may have seen it. You may have not. The three-point shooting. In today's NBA, with the spacing, you got to be able to shoot if you're a guard, right? Like if you're a center, I do think there's still a place for traditional back-to-the-basket centers. You look at Robert Williams, Rudy Gobert, you know, there's some others as well. Bam Adebayo, you know, to a lesser, I mean, doesn't really stretch the floor out to the three-point arc. But as a guard, you really need to be able to at least make the open shot. You don't have to be Steph Curry out there. You don't have to be Klay Thompson out there. But you need to at least be able to make the defense respect your ability to put the ball in the basket, right? And with that said, Dennis Smith Jr. just has struggled from three essentially his entire professional career after being relatively productive from three at NC State. Again, it's a shorter three-point line in the college game. He was playing against lesser competition because it was college compared to the pros, but shot 36% from three at NC State in the one year he was there in the NBA. As a rookie, shot 31.3%, got it up, you know, a little bit in the in the years to come. Last year in Portland, though, it just kind of cratered again, shot 22% from three, which is just basically egregiously bad. So can he correct that? And and the the saving grace for him, I go back to this. Bruce Kreutzer is back on staff in Charlotte, guys. If you don't know who that is, he is a 
a, a shooting coach, right? Like specifically working on shooting. He coached here with Clifford in the first go rounds. Don't underestimate his impact on Dennis Smith Jr. Guys, Kreutzer helped Kimball Walker. If you remember, Kimball Walker early in his career could not shoot, was a 30.4% three-point shooting guy in one of his seasons. Within two years of Kreutzer, he gets up to 39.9%, basically 40%. He helped Kimba improve essentially by 10 percentage points from three-point range. Kimba, before Bruce Kreutzer showed up in Charlotte, career three-point shooting percentage, 31.8%. Dennis Smith Jr. for his NBA career, 31.2%. So he's slightly worse than Kimba was before Bruce Kreutzer showed up. Can he help Dennis Smith Jr. elevate the three-point shot, make it respectable, make the defense at least respect your ability to make the open shot? That's what I'm looking for. Improving the three-point shot is going to open up a lot more possibilities for what Dennis Smith Jr. can provide to this Hornets team. And that leads me into season will be successful if, for Dennis Smith Jr., guys, season will be successful if, He can hold down that backup point guard spot. I'm not putting enormous expectations on him, but if you look at the roster, that's what he was brought here to do. Before you signed him, who was going to be your backup point? I mean, was it going to be Cody Martin? Was it going to be James Booknight? Both of whom are more two guards than point guards. You know, Terry Rozier, we've seen run some point in his career, but again, he's another two guard as well. So you just look at that and you look at the roster. Right now, per ESPN, the only listed point guards on the Hornets roster are LaMelo and Dennis Smith Jr., right? So the job is his to lose. I mean, if he just is able to really come in and do what what fans are hoping he can do, that should not be some enormous expectation. Can he hold down that backup point guard spot, give you a good solid minutes, make the open three, get out in transition? He's hyper-athletic, you know, occasionally get, get the fans up out of their seats with a dunk. And again, make the good passes, play solid defense, just be a reliable backup point. That's what I'm looking for out of Dennis Smith Jr. Can he hold down that backup point guard spot for Charlotte this season? All right, everyone, that will do it for our Dennis Smith Jr. preview episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the show. We will be back at you on Monday with our Bryce McGowan's preview episode. We'll be talking about the Hornets rookie guard and talking about what maybe he could bring to the team this season. Thank you again for tuning in to the show, and until Monday, go Hornets.